Welcome, high soul sibling. I'm on the road, and so I kind of have a different podcast recording setup. So welcome to you with me. I'm carrying you with me in my back pocket, and I am sitting here on a checkered carpet. Can you hear that? And there's this fireplace about 15 feet in front of me. To my left, I'm looking out a glass, double glass door to a patio, a dark wood patio and trees, lots of skinny, narrow, tall trees, half full, three quarters full with leaves, green, yellow, orange, red, lots of leaves on the ground, the grass, and I'm here near Sleepy Hollow Lake. And I am in Athens, New York, and I'm en route to Kropalo Yoga Health Center to meet Laura McCowan for, I will be assisting her for her weekend retreat, which starts tomorrow night, which in real time, if you're listening to this, is Friday, October 20th. So it's Thursday morning, I'm sitting by the fire, and I wanted to share an idea with you. And then I'll finish with an exciting announcement. So last episode, I was talking about interlude and the power of the interlude and how to integrate it in a creative way. And I can't stop using it in my life. Even this morning, I decided to take an interlude between morning time, packing up. I'm checking out of a place I'm staying in today, doing the work, work stuff, uh, working on some wise circle stuff. And I wanted to paint. So I grabbed my quick, my quick supplies since I'm on the go, my sketchbook, a paintbrush, some water, grabbed my paints and thought, what do I want to do with these two sketches in my sketchbook? And I'm like, I want it just to be bold colors on the outside. So I spent 10 minutes, maybe 15 just taking bold colors and surrounding these really cool sketches that I did in pen. And the interlude was so calming and so beautiful. And I got lost very quickly. And I had the courage to add these color blocks around the pen and leave the center pen sketch, just pen and paper, white paper. Because of some art that I had seen yesterday walking in Hudson, New York, on the street after dark, looking at art and different things inside of windows. And I remember thinking, oh, here's this painting and it's just color blocks. And they're just, it's a rectangular canvas. It's a rectangle. And in that are maybe five or six colors, and they've filled the entire rectangle, but each of those color blocks are not necessarily square, but just painted the entire thing with just color blocks without squares that's all continuous color. And so I found in the interlude how easy it was for me to integrate what I observed walking down the street. And I think that that's a really great way to create and use your creativity is to take what you see 
and put it into what you're working on. So instead of trying to recreate that painting, take it to what I'm actually working on in my sketchbook most recent and add that structure, that quality, that characteristic to my current sketch pages. And then it's kind of like using a springboard from that artist into adding an element of their work into my work, which already exists, and it becomes a blended work. I love it. It's a great interlude. So today's topic is, I guess I'm in an I word moment. (laughs) Inside, inside you. I'm reading a great book. I'm reading the newer book by Gabor Mate, The Myth of Normal. And I can't get this out of my my head. And so I want to read it to you first. And then I want to give you some of the thoughts I'm having and give you the new I word inside you, your inner world. And the question or the viral mindfulness invitation is, how are you working with your inner world? And what are you engaged with today? that's in relationship to your inner world, that's focusing on the inside you that no one has access to but you, maybe your higher power, your deeper power, Gus, goddess, universe, spirit. What can you engage with today to touch the inner world? to take care of you inside you, by you. (laughs) You inside you, by you. So here is the reading from Gabor Mate. A more basic question comes first. What is trauma? And he says, as I use the word trauma, trauma is an inner injury, a lasting rupture or split within the self due to difficult or hurtful events. So inner injury, your trauma, the inner injuries. And so another reason I think it's important to be engaged with inside you, be tending towards the inner world because your inner injuries live there. So with this definition of trauma, Gabor goes on and says, primarily what happens within someone is because it's a result of a difficult or hurtful event that comes and befalls them. It's not the events themselves. So the trauma isn't the event. The trauma is inside you. It's what happens to you. It's you, you. So this is his elevator definition. Trauma is not what happens to you, but what happens inside of you. Trauma is not what happens to you, but what happens inside of you. So it's gorgeous. And he says, think of a car accident where someone sustains a concussion. The accident is what happened. The injury is what lasts. Inside you, think of your trauma as an inner injury. Trauma is not what happens to you, but what happens inside of you. So how are you going to Be engaged with your inner world, with what's inside of you, as a means to facilitate the inner injuries that you have, that we all have. 
So I have all kinds of practices and I talk about them a lot in my wise circles. Part of my wise circle offering was a way to share with people, this is what I've been doing for over two decades now. And I continually return to some of these same practices and I'm careful to add new ones for me because I've identified these are core for me. And they are what live inside of the practice labs of my wise circle offering. And that is meditation, meditation, learning to sit. Movement, the body, is my body moving today? And then, of course, emotion is so interesting because our feelings and our intellect and the feelings that arrive next to that intellect, ooh, ding, 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 another I word. (laughs) The emotion is what happens in our body in relationship to the feelings and or the intellect inside of you, the feelings and the intellect. And so movement is a great practice lab topic. Another one is music. Oh, music. It's great love of my life. The fourth practice we address is drawing. Because when you're little kids, you start to draw. You draw a line or a circle or a triangle. And then, of course, there's coloring. Of course, there's markers. And then there's pastels. And then there's paints. And then there's painting. And then there's watercoloring. And then there's sketchbooking. And then there's, you know, a million things. And before you know it, you're not doing it because someone told you or you told yourself or both. I can't do this. Getting in touch with drawing. Because what you draw, when you draw the world around you and have the courage to draw your skill level, your version of the world. It helps you see the world and the people and the trees and the intelligence all around you. Ding, ding, ding. I word intelligence. And writing practice. I teach in my wife circles writing practice taught to me by Natalie Goldberg. She's my mentor. She's a queer elder in my life. I've never met her in person, only online, and I don't think she knows who I am. She started teaching retreats during 2020 and 21 and 22 and now 23, and it gave her a whole new pool base to reach people and writing practice that is timed, that is kind of a meditation. It's very similar to meditation, learning to accept the wild mind as it comes out on our page and as it jumps around with different topics so quickly as we're writing a prompt, taking a suggestion or a topic and writing for 10 minutes and seeing what comes out. And for me, sometimes taking off the structure. And so those are the practice labs that are part of my Y circle. And it's not something linear that you touch it's those are very big practices and so that helps me work on my inside that helps set up a path or a container or a cashmere sweater of kindness and love to assist with my inner injuries let me read you one last part and I think this is really relevant for a lot of us right now. There, He says, Gabor Mate, 
the phrase constellation of hardships. So what if you are being activated within a constellation of hardships right now today? A constellation of injuries and hardships that are composed of certain injuries, but also, y'all, this is the post-COVID world. We are still just getting to touch from a place of semi-safety and really not, but we made it through the initial injury of COVID and now we have to deal with all of the post feelings and injuries, which most of us aren't even aware of yet. It's always been thought of that year three, four, five are going to be very difficult for our anxiety, our depression, our mood, our personalities, our trauma. So then, for example, in real time, let's take a current injury with the Middle East and the horrifying, terrifying, physical, violent injuries that are taking place all across the Middle East in Israel, starting in Israel from Hamas, continuing in real time in all places, including the um, Gaza and including all of, it's all happening in real time. And there's so much that's being thrown into your already existing constellation of hardships. Activated again pairing up like a constellation within the sky of many stars, each of those star points being your injuries and having a real-time current one activating it. So please be gentle with yourself. Be gentle with others. Follow your intuition, ding, 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 I word, for where you need to place your time and your focus right now. It's a lot to take this in. You are doing a great job and you must follow your inner path, which is being revealed to you. And it's related to this inside you. So this is really what I wanted to share with you today. So to finish with what Gabor Gabor Mate was saying, a constellation of hardships composed of the wound itself and these other things. And he gives a list of some of these other star points. I just gave you the COVID, the post-COVID world, the conflict in the Middle East, which consists of so much trauma and violence and death. And Gabor says, maybe your constellation also has those residual burdens. These are his words now. The residual burdens that that build up over time that our woundedness imposes on our bodies and on our souls and spirits. Also composed this constellation, the unresolved emotions that that these hardships visit upon us. The coping dynamics they dictate are part of the constellation. The tragic or melodramatic or neurotic scripts we unwittingly but inexorably, oh, an I word that I don't know, inexorably live out. And finally, the tolls that these take on our bodies. Mm. So I'm sending you all kinds of love and kindness. I hope that you find a little insight. Ding, ding, ding. (laughs) I word. 
with these ideas because I can't get them out of my mind. And of course, I was talking about it with one of my dear friends and he asked me, he loves to ask me questions that get me thinking and talking and writing and painting. He's like, tell me more. Here's something to think about. What is your inner world? He also asked me recently to describe what does spirituality mean to me? So maybe those are two writing prompts for you. Tell me about your inner world. Show me what your inner world, what inside you looks, smells, tastes, feels like. Also, writing prompt, what about spirituality? What does that mean to you, spirituality? Well, thanks for joining me. Uh, I will be putting on the podcast standalone meditation episodes for you to assist you during these difficult days and giving you some space and time to ground yourself, to breathe, to practice mantras, to hear beautiful sounds of nature. So look for those coming over the next um, week. All my love to your next mindful step. Oh, yours bluely, Alexander Bluefeather. My bestie texted me and said, you're Jet Blue Feather, because I fly on Jet Blue from the West Coast, LA, to New Jersey, Newark. So, Jet Blue Feather, over and out. Om for the holidays. Late fall, wise circles are open for enrollment right now. Just started and early bird discount registration is available to you. 10% off of enrollment. Um, Hop on it. You have until November 1st. And the late wise circles start on Tuesday, November 14th. And they'll run for five weeks until the week, the end of like December 18th, um, the last week, just before Christmas. And there are three different circles to choose from. There will be a Tuesday morning, every Tuesday starting November 14th from 9 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. Pacific time. There will be a second circle to choose from, which is Wednesdays, Wednesday evenings, 5 p.m. Pacific time. So that means on the East Coast, if you've been wanting to do this, 8 p.m., 8 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time, Wednesday nights. That will be 5 p.m. to 6.30 p.m. Pacific Time. And the third circle is for weekends. I know for all you working people on Monday through Friday, normal schedules, Saturdays. And it's Saturday morning, 10 a.m. Pacific Time. So For any of you further along the coast from the West, uh, that gives you a little bit of space to sleep in and do some things and then hop into Y Circle. It's such a juicy, juicy thing to do on Saturday morning. So there, there are three circles to choose from. Each circle only has a maximum of six seats. So jump on this, check your schedule. This is your invite and get this early bird discount. It's available until November 1st. You can get all these details as well as the links to the enrollment page, the checkout at my website, viralmindfulness.com. I hope this is the season, November, December. There's a lot of holiday stuff going on. And if it's not holiday stuff, it's bumping into all the other people celebrating all these holidays, money, shopping, things, 
family, cold, winter comes, it's hard. And I want to be a place of love and support and practice. Let's be in spiritual retreat together for five weeks leading up to the big holiday weeks here in the United States. Okay, all my love. See you soon.